Nine rounds of golf for $90? Yep. The Minnesota Golf Passport is back and available now at garagelogic.com. As a golf passport cardholder, you're entitled to nine 18 whole rounds of golf for just one low price of $90. Supplies are limited, so just go to garagelogic.com and type keyword passport. A $300 golf value for just 90 bucks. Now you got it. GarageLogic.com. Keyword passport. All right, we are rolling, bro. Garage Logic Podcast number 210. Woo! August 14th, 2019. 96 degrees on this day in 1978 when the kids were swimming on uh, weed free beaches because their parents were smart enough to use Aquasite. Uh-huh. And 43 degrees was the low. On this day in 1964. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic, who's working on production, Chris Reavers, director of social media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushman. You have that anthem ready? Is that ready to I go? Do. I do. Uh, you found this on a Twitter feed by Okaya Jones? Yes. I don't know who that is. I don't know either. Just uh, That's irrelevant, but I just wanted to give her credit. Cause that's well, it's, it's, it. it's not irrelevant because I'm curious, are, do you, is that somebody you follow? Or? Uh, it was on the Twitter feed. I don't. Uh, I don't actually think I follow her. I don't know who she is. Are we on the same Twitter feed, you and me? I believe so. Well, I didn't see you it. You didn't see it? No. Interesting. Yeah. I, I don't know the uh, the dynamics or the algorithms of Twitter. Either do I. In any event, uh, see what thoughts occur to you when you hear this. These are Chinese protesters waving the American flag and singing the national anthem. people in this country so privileged so spoiled so keen to be microaggressed if that's a word recall in long beach the artist community just a minute the artist community in uh, it didn't want the flag on the sheriff's cars yes i remember that uh, flags are considered oppressive in the failed academy in some instances and here are people so desperate to, to cling to their autonomy, to cling what freedoms they have in Hong Kong, which is essentially an island, uh, yet uh, it's not really a part of mainland China. It's at the mouth of the Pearl River Delta, and it's an island and a series of islands. And what they're trying to preserve, for example, they have common law, which is what, what we had. What we have. Common law is what was established during the, the British okay. uh 
activity in in Hong Kong. And uh, I'm I'm by no means a historian when it comes to to Hong Kong, but what they're fighting for is is free to be free to be free of the communist rule. And it's 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 now it's irritating the masters in Beijing who right. they can't let this happen. We can't let these people be free. We have to keep them under the thumb of our communist rule. And and here are these kids. Uh, they fled the airport and apologized. Now they've gathered other in other areas in Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. And here they are waving the American flag and, and singing the anthem. And uh, uh, any reasonable soul would have to be on their side. And that is their, their flag is their, their glimmer of hope, saying you're free if you can fly the American flag. <laughs> wow, that's a, that's a, those are polar opposites. You know, we've got spoiled soccer players. Fencing. Fencing players and uh, 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 people in the entertainment industry who ridicule the flag or take a knee and uh, fine. But see, in this country, you have that freedom. They don't have that freedom. <laughs> they're worried. They're worried that they won't have that freedom. They want freedom, <clears throat> and it's uh, it's amazing. They're they're willing. They were putting they're putting their lives on the line. And over here, wow, we're so spoiled and, and so. Unnerved by our own shadows, that uh, we, t- we we take we take it for granted. We take our freedoms for so much. We, we take it for granted. Uh, but so we didn't play that because of the quality of the singing. <laughs> no, I think <laughs> they. Uh, in fact, they were a little off. One was a little eager at the. Uh, came in a little bit early during the uh, the anthem. But do you think the average? Uh, College student in this country is even aware of this struggle in Hong Kong? I'm sure many are. But it's just incredible. Just incredible what these kids are willing to do. Anyway, we're going to, uh, after this tour, we go to Europe, and our tour ends in Bucharest, Romania. And looking forward to going there. But of all the places we've ever been overseas, it don't matter where, you know. When we come back to this country, we love it a whole lot more than when we left and went somewhere else. I thank God for all the I thank God for all the freedoms we've got in this country. I cherish them and cherish them. Uh, even the right to burn the flag, you know. I'm proud of those rights. But I tell you what, we've also got. Let me tell you something. We've also got a right to bear arms, and if you burn my flag, I'll shoot you. He takes the crowd. Took the crowd down and brought them right back. This is 1975. Yeah. Well, the song. Uh, do a few bars of the song. Okay. It's okay. not a song. He talks it. Johnny Cash, the rapper. Let me grab it here. It, it's uh, the Tattered Old Glory. or uh, It's the, uh, yeah, it's Tattered Old Glory. You sent that to me yesterday, didn't you? Yeah. I can summarize it. It's a, it's a song that's going around, or it's been around. And, uh, you know, a guy saw an old man on a park bench in front of City Hall and I noticed the flag was a little tattered, and uh, well, it earned that first hole in it during the Revolutionary War, and it goes on to cite all of the incredible, incredible acts of accomplishments that the flag has overseen, including keeping, including keeping our civilization free, Western civilization free. Maybe this might be the Charlie Daniels version. Yeah, I don't, we don't have time to play the whole thing. A park bench, an old man was sitting there. Yeah, the big Charlie. Courthouse yeah. is kind of run down. He said. Nah, it'll do for our little town. 
I said, your old flagpole is lean a little bit. That's a ragged old flag you got hanging on it. He said, have a seat. And I sat down. Is this the first time you've been to our little town? I said, I think it is. And he said, son, I don't like to brag, but we're kind of proud of that ragged old flag. You see, we got a little hole in that flag there when Washington took it across the Delaware. He got powder burned the night Francis Scott Key said watching it. Right and safe, can you see? It got a bad rip in New Orleans with Packingham and Jackson tugging in its seams, and it almost fell at the Alamo beside the Texas flag. But she waved on, though. She got cut with a sword at Chancellorsville. She got cut again at Shiloh Hill, and there was Robert E. Lee, Beauregard, and Bragg. And the south wind blew hard on that ragged old flag. On Flanders Field in World War One, she got a big hole from a Bertha gun. All right, you get the idea. You get the idea. Pretty dang good, though. You huh? get the idea. Charlie. And now, around the world, there are still people struggling for freedom, and among them are the people in Hong Kong. How uh, is this going to end? Uh, the, the, the Chinese premiers, or whatever they are now, they're not going to give in. This is a... This is a tarnish. This is this is not good. I'd like to think that uh, the president has uh, uh, diplomats in place to work behind the scenes to help officiate this, but I, I don't doubt. I doubt it. Uh, he has not said anything uh, strong in defense of these protesters. Right. Well, you say I hope nobody gets hurt or right, right. dies. He, he, well, he said he hopes it works out for both sides. Okay. Well, there's no moral equivalency between communism and freedom. There's right. no moral equivalency. It can't work out for both sides. It essentially should only work out for one side, and that would be freedom. It doesn't. It's not quite the same when you can be arrested just because you're protesting. Frequent contributor Downing notes uh, regarding the story yesterday of the uh, white stick man on crosswalk signs. Yes. And uh, George Washington <laughs> University students fell for a fake petition because they were told that it was racist. He said... Uh, what jumped out at me was the student who said something to the effect of, well, if someone is offended, I'll be glad to sign it. That's all it took, being told that someone was wow. offended. No individual assessment of the issue or the validity of the grievance. Someone is offended. That's all it takes. Now I'm offended, too. It's as though they want to be offended. Or maybe they've learned that if they don't immediately validate someone else being offended, they'll be labeled some kind of ist. No thinking for oneself is allowed. You also mentioned the in-depth testimonials and correspondence that you received since you went to the podcast. I think that's in part because we know that we haven't missed our chance to comment. When you were live on the air, you could take calls and emails during the show, and you might not want to revisit a topic the next day. So if we listen to the radio broadcast as a podcast in the evening, it might have been too late to join in. But now we know you'll read the emails the following day, and it doesn't matter if we download the podcast at 3 p.m. or midnight. We all still have a chance to comment. It's a bit more like a daily newspaper now, and we're writing letters to the editor. Huh. That's, okay. That's downing. As long as you're still listening, you tell five of your friends. Uh, well, there's, a, there's an email regarding that. Uh, I'm going to read it. Oh, good. More. By people. the way, the bad guy in Skyfall, the villain, was Javier Bardem. Javier Bardem. I don't know if we had that correct yesterday. I think we said Antonio Banderas. Yeah, it's Javier Bardem. He was also the terrifying villain in No Country for Old Men. Okay. Which was a really tough movie to watch. I thought it was fantastic, but it was, it was really tough. Okay. 
Uh, there is no doubt that while you are at the State Fair, people who used to listen to you on AM will see you and say, I wish you were still on the air, or I sure miss your show. You should have some lackeys, rookies, kids, or some tech-savvy young people to show them how to access the podcast, either by putting it on their phone for them or by showing them uh, on a tablet how to get it through the website. I did this very thing for my old man, and he wouldn't be listening to you if I hadn't. You can send my commission check in the form of Brock's <laughs> Sam Hill in Nova Scotia. That's a great idea. If you If you... Well, I'm, I'm talking to the people now who aren't listening to the right. podcast. <laughs> but if you're coming to see us at the fair, or tell your tell your friends who who, who you've heard uh, miss the show that at the fair we'll have a we're going to be there on two, the first day of the fair yep. and the final Friday of the fair from 12:30 to two at the KSTP TV studios, immediately uh, adjacent to where we've been on the front porch yes. for 25 years. We'll have a daily uh, lesson on the two occasions. Well, we should have a get, it's get in line. Get, line up right now. We're going to do you, you know what you can do? With what? that live audience, you can walk through it. We'll get a tech-savvy person. You can do it. And we'll say, get out your phones. Here's the podcast app. If I can go, do it, if I can do it, you can do it. Anybody can do it. Right. You know what I'm saying? I think I know exactly what you mean. Uh, Kimberly writes, too bad Kenny's million dollar idea has already been taken. Remember when uh, uh, Kenny uh, thought he could have people come to the farm and, and uh, hug his cows? <laughs> That's already being done in no. New York. 75 bucks an hour in upstate New York. There's a farm where you can go cuddle the cows. What? You heard me. You heard me. You heard me. Wow. You know where we live, don't you? Uh, we live in Garage Logic, Gumption County. And, and we got Spoon Lake right there. Yes. But you also uh, also have about a state here with about 15,000 lakes. Get to Rapid Marine and get out on the water and enjoy enjoy boating. There's a lot of summer left. There's four locations for Rapid Marine. The Ham Lake, Rogers, Shakopee, and uh, why don't I ever have remember that? Rapid Marine. So what would they do? I, I don't have a boat. If I want to go buy a boat, they'll take novices. Ham Lake, Shakopee, Rogers, St. Cloud. Right now they're trying to make room for the 2020 models uh, coming in. You can get a new Lund 1775 Impact Sport with a Mercury. 115 horse, four stroke, and trailer for under 270 bucks a month. Uh, you mentioned Garage Logic, you'll get 250 bucks off. And ask about military rebates for active and retired service members. And don't forget to mention GL, and you'll get another 250 bucks off. This is one of this is the leading Crestliner dealer in the state, the leading Glastron dealer in the state. Pontoons, fishing boats, speed boats, uh, boats for. Anything you can imagine getting done on the water, including boats that are called crossovers, a Lund crossover. It does everything. It's a, it's a recreational boat for the whole family because you can fish, tube, cruise, lounge. It's absolutely fantastic. You live in the land of 10,000 lakes. Get out on the water in a, in a boat from Rapid Marine. Find them also at rapidmarine.com. Glastron, Mercury, Ranger, Lund. Nice. Really, really good stores. And there are four locations, as I said. There's Ham Lake. Shakopee, Rogers, and St. Cloud. Perfect. Remember our friend Kerry Clatt? Yes. Joe, I know you like to celebrate champions, so I thought you'd like to congratulate my sister, Laura Clatt Jacobson, on winning her club's golf championship today. That was uh, yesterday. She not only beat her competition, she smoked them. She won by 23 strokes. This is her sixth club championship. She listens to the podcast every day, and I know she'll get a kick out of hearing this. Thanks for reading it, Kerry. 
uh, Carrie Moran. P.S. She's the champ of town and country. She definitely got our dad's golf skills. Well, they're the daughters of Bill Clatt. Yes. Who uh, was a fabulous hockey player. Mm-hmm. And he went to Hill High School. And oh, he, he went played, to went to played Hill. for the U of M, played for the Fighting Saints. And we lost him not too long yeah. ago, correct? And Billy was one hell of a golfer. And I knew him well. And uh, Well, it sounds like that trait has been passed. Not to Carrie, but at least her sister. Well, that's what Carrie said. <laughs> she, she got our dad's. She's dad. great at baking. Mm-hmm. Hail the Flashlight King. Hail you! Hail yes. you! Yesterday you mentioned that Elizabeth Warren will be in town uh, soon. It's this coming Monday as part of her national vote-buying tour. I think anybody who would consider voting for the likes of her or Bernie Sanders should have to answer two moral questions. First, do you consider it morally right to rob a rich person at gunpoint, even if you put the money to good use or help somebody in need? Most people would say no. The end does not justify the means. Second, is it any more morally right to hire a Democrat to take uh, tax money from the rich at gunpoint in order to give it to you? The end still doesn't justify the means. If you don't think tax money is taken at gunpoint, just try not paying. Some nice public servant with a brown uniform and a gun will uh, take you away and auction off your property. Sadly, there are many people in this country who have no qualms about taking from the rich. Uh, the only saving grace is that many of them are too lazy to vote. Keep pushing back. Uh, Dave Bittman, one of the guy in Alexandria. Uh, Thomas Sowell, I retweeted. Ret- look at me, I'm retweeting. Uh, I retweeted something <laughs> Never thought it. from Thomas Sowell who said, uh, why, why are corporate profits corrupt but taxes virtuous? You've got a whole field of Democratic candidates, including Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders, who believe that profits made by companies and corporations is, is an example of corruption. They don't think the same thing about taking that money for taxes and get, spreading it out to other people. Well put. Well, Thomas Sowell is a great thinker. <laughs> They'll take the money. Uh, okay. Uh, Dan needs a ruling. All right. Hail the flashlight king. Hail you! She who must be obeyed doesn't uh, like when I recite all of the great knowledge I hear in Garage Logic, but today I heard you cannot recycle Ziplocs or sandwich bags and thought, yes, I have something on the she who, a recycling Nazi. Unfortunately, I was again proven wrong. Certain grocery chains take them. Defeated once again, I obediently took the burnables to the barrel and stewed. I need advice. I am often trying to... uh, uh, quote GL with her trying to push back Dan. Kind I can't of. help you, Dan. I, I I'm I'm in a house divided, and you would think you'd think the great lefty, the great lefty, <laughs> would be a recycler. Right? She's not. Not, not at all. Not not a whit. There's so much more to worry about. Yeah. And she's usually in the counting house, counting all of her well, personal. Well, she's independently, independently wealthy. wealthy. He noted that, by the way. <laughs> what did he say? He said, uh, uh, well, some other. Uh, some other email noted that. Oh, the tax email. Got it. Yeah, she's, uh, according to the people who comment on my column, I, I married someone who was independently wealthy, <laughs> which came as a great surprise to me. He <laughs> did. But she doesn't recycle. I, I, I really find that bizarre. And she thinks she's like you. She mocks me for my plastic bag runs. Yeah, I, I, I'm on her side with that. Which is why, again, I'm going to talk to Mike Fratelloni about that. I would love a Fratelloni's uh, ace. That would appeal to his, he's got a euphorian clientele. Well, in many cases, also a lot of GLers. I don't know that it would increase it. It might increase it by one because just you are the only one that I see dropping doing bag drops. Well, I go to frats a lot more than I go to the grocery store. That's true. All right, take I a break, please. That. I got to get a glass of water. All right. Uh, 
is not your mother. The Joe Suchere Show. I tried to ignore this young woman. No, not Alexandria, occasional cortex. She's coming up later in the show. Oh. Uh, oh, young, uh, a 16-year-old Swedish uh, uh, gal named Greta Thunberg, and she has become uh, the news gatherer's poster girl for uh, fighting climate change. Got it. And she wants to go to New York for a uh, UN, the UN Global Warming Conference because at 16 she's got it all figured out, and she <laughs> says the science is settled. It, it, it is not. It is not settled. But... <laughs> And this is a this is an applause for her. She won't fly. She won't fly because of the fuel used and whatnot. But so she's taking a uh, racing yacht <laughs> uh, because it uses a, a different kind of fuel and not as teenage climate activist Greta Thunberg wow. set sail today for New York, heading for a UN summit on zero emissions yacht skippered by a member of Monaco's ruling family. And I really doubt if Monaco's ruling family uses any fuel for anything. Mm-hmm. Right. She's a 16-year-old who she is uh, her, whose school strikes have inspired kids across the world to protest against global warming. She refuses to fly because of the carbon emissions caused by planes. Uh, she has been offered a lift on the Malizia 2 racing yacht along with her father uh, and a filmmaker to document the journey. And uh, oh. she's got all here. She pictures over there with all her outfits on. And Pretty precious. The side of the boat says Global Climate Action, United Science. Uh, speaking ahead of the voyage, Ms. Thunberg said crossing the Atlantic in a racing yacht is going to be a challenge for everyone. Uh, about climate skeptics, she said, I'm one, Greta. Uh, about climate. No, I'm not. You're a great denier. No, no. The climate always changes. It changes. I just, what I deny is what's motivating this. It has nothing to do with the environment. We'll get to AOC in a moment. What is a racing yacht? I've got to look up to see what a well, racing yacht is. It looks like a yacht. catamaran to me. It's oh. just an exquisite. How long does that take? Uh, two weeks. Oh, boy. See you on that. <laughs> what's that? Uh, it's me hitting the wrong button. Mm-hmm. Uh, she doesn't, she ignores the uh, the climate skeptics. Uh, Ms. Thunberg and her two-week trip uh, would have challenges including seasickness but said many people in the world were suffering a lot more than that. I was test sailing two days ago and we went out for several hours. I didn't feel bad or anxious. I felt seasick for about one or two minutes. Then it stopped. I will just have to see, get on the boat and see what happens. Uh, I've never done anything like this before. I can't really say what's going to be the bigger challenge. I have to find out. She continued at the beginning. My voice wasn't heard at all. I tried different ways until I found some kind of method that made my voice heard. Uh, it's an incredibly big and global problem that needs to be tackled from every possible angle. Boy, she's just uh, she's consumed by it, isn't she? That is insane. Well, there's a mental illness factor here. No, but what I'm saying is I'm, I'm, not, I'm not calling this young woman mental, mentally ill. <clears throat> I am. There's something wrong if she wants to hop on that boat for two weeks. The boat is 60 feet long. It's skippered by Pierre Casagari, vice president of the Monaco Yacht Club, <laughs> and a member of the principality's ruling family and German round-the-world sailor Boris Herman. Uh, the journey takes two weeks. The yacht can go at uh, about 43 miles an hour, but we'll be heading into the wind for much of the time, so it will be slower. Does yeah. she think this is all on wind power? It is wind power. This is not a mechanized boat. This is a sailing ra- racing boat. Wow. Uh, Thunberg has become the figurehead for climate action with her stark warnings of the catastrophe if the world does not act now. Really? What, what catastrophe? I thought we had to wait 
12 years to find out when the new date is going to be <laughs> for Armageddon. You know, they keep it's on a sliding scale or they keep sliding it over. The yacht is made for racing with foils or wings that lift it out of the water for a faster and smoother ride. Inside, it is sparse, fitted with high-tech navigation equipment, an onboard ocean lab to monitor CO2 levels uh, in the water, and four bunks. Uh, The toilet is a blue plastic bucket complete with a biodegradable bag that can be thrown overboard. Wow. And meals will be freeze-dried, vegan, of course. Oh, my God, this is so cliche. Mm-hmm. Thunberg has never sailed before and got seasick on the first journey out of Plymouth on Monday, but said she's she's ready to do it. Uh, How precious. And then when she goes to New York, is she going to walk everywhere? Or I suppose it's okay to take an electric car. I did not know this about her. She has Asperger's and ADHD. Uh, but has often spoken on how her conditions have acted as a motivator instead of a source of depression. Uh, Since her first strike last year at the age of 15, Greta has gone on to talk about the possible solutions to combat uh, climate change at rallies in Stockholm, Helsinki, Brussels, and London. Uh, Every conference she has attended, she has traveled by train or uh, bus or cycled in an effort to keep her carbon footprint low. Okay, honey, good for you, but you ain't Pedro Luca. Right, he's the right, he's full blown. If Pedro Luca who lives in a cave, yep, well, Argentina, I believe. Yes. Lives in a cave, has no electricity, has no fuel, has no, no technology, nope. drinks from the stream, mm-hmm. Gets into town once in a while. Mostly eats off the land. Yep. Gets into town once in a while, then returns to his cave. He can lecture me. Not that he's an alarmist, but if he were to become an alarmist, I am going to give Pedro Luca my rapt attention. (laughs) This young girl, completely surrounded and embraced in all of this extraordinary wealth. Are you kidding me? The Monaco Yacht Club? Right. We ain't talking Lake Calhoun here. We're not talking those boats tied up at buoys on Lake Erie. <laughs> right. This is the Monaco Yacht Club. This is probably one of the finest racing yachts in the world. She's got the finest crew she could possibly have. And uh, yeah, two weeks on that boat with ADHD, I would that, go nuts. And then all of this unimaginable wealth that uh, obviously has to be present for her to uh, for her to do this. And I don't know how she's. Uh, come in contact with the royal, the royals of Monaco, but uh, th- those hypocrites, I guess, they're going to participate in this and pretend that uh, they're very concerned. But I can't possibly imagine uh, that the uh, royals of Monaco don't have their own fleet of planes right. and limousines and air conditioning and every other possible accoutrement you could possibly have that would be reflected by their incredible wealth. And yet uh, we're going to bow down to a 16-year-old Swedish girl who thinks that uh, we're, we're, we have an impending catastrophe at our doorstep. Well, what is it? And what is she going to – what will she Why express? doesn't anybody ever talk about adapting? We'll adapt. Don't worry about it. We'll adapt. What new news is she going to give to the U.N., though? As the climate has changed through the millennia, obviously there has been adaptation, or we wouldn't be here. Boom. Right? Right. (laughs) (laughs) To survive, we had to adapt. 
Well, you know, you can do your part. You can do your part. What can uh, I do? You Tell can, me what well, I can do. You know, if you're a college kid and you're worried about your carbon footprint, get up to EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake, where right now they're having a back-to-school sale. And, and, and the company that produces the scooters that are sold at EcoFun Motorsports on Highway 61 right there in downtown Forest Lake, that's the Lance and Sim Company out of California. They've been making scooters since 1968. In addition to Tim Bloom's discounts on the back-to-school sale, Lance and Sim is dropping another 100 bucks off the price. Ooh. So you can get a Race Star 49cc. It's on sale for twelve ninety nine. No, make it eleven ninety nine now. Oh, you're throwing the, money around. The Cabo fifty on sale for uh, eighteen ninety nine. No, yep. that's now seventeen ninety nine. The Havana Classic fifty, uh, also eighteen ninety nine with the additional hundred bucks from Lance and Sim, and the Soho fifty, uh, eighteen ninety nine with the hundred additional hundred dollars off. These are two year warranties uh, on all of the. Uh, uh, well, the one year warranty on the Race Star forty nine CC, but the Cabo, the Havana, and the Soho are all two year warranties. Nice. A multitude of colors. That Race Star 49cc, six colors available. The rest of them, four to five colors each. Also, a full line of Yamaha motorcycles and, of course, the Bintelli e bikes at EcoFun Motorsports in downtown Forest Lake. And this is the largest back to school sale I've ever heard from from a uh, scooter and motorcycle dealer. Not only for back to school, but remember, winter's around the corner. Those big fat tires on those e bikes, are, that zips right through the snow. Plus, they got a program at EcoFun where they come to you if your scooter needs attention. They'll take it back to their shop, do whatever maintenance is required, and bring it back to you. Boom. It's, uh, they make a daily trip through the cities picking stuff up and taking it back. And Not a lot that of you'll them, ever need that. Well, you know, it's a good convenience. <laughs> oh, now you want to hear about... Uh, Isn't that what... Um, your uh, kid that you used to have, isn't that what they did? They brought it uh, to uh, home. They brought your e-bike home to work on it, and then they're going to bring it back. My e-bike is now in Chicago. <laughs> and it's not being worked on, is it? It's in I, fine shape. It's perfect. And these kids liked it so much that I awarded it to them. Uh, so leaving me now to right. go back, go back and, and get, get one another one. For the next trip when they come up. <laughs> The 18-year-old got on that thing, and he said, I've, this is the coolest bike I've ever been on. Yeah, I, I love it. And then I, I came out when they were leaving, and he and a, another guy had loaded it into the car. <laughs> I, I, I said, what are you doing? He said, well, aren't you going to give me this? I said, well, we really haven't discussed it. <laughs> I love how it works when it works that way. That That's tearing <laughs> up the streets of uh, a town in Illinois right now. So please. <laughs> These old granddad oh. uh, going on another shopping spree. Yeah, can uh, we get green next time, Papa Joe? Mm-hmm. <laughs> even like the color, <laughs> bronze. <sighs> okay, representative. Back to business. Uh, yeah, representative uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Cortez said yeah. that gas-powered vehicles must be eliminated in order for everyone to survive. That's a wide-open statement. Would you uh, like to see gasoline-powered vehicles gone within 12 years, an interviewer asked her. Well, as much as it is technologically possible, I think we need to draw down our fossil fuels as much as we can, she said. I don't think we should build another pipeline at all in the United States. It's a matter of our survival. I don't even think it's a matter of political opinion. It's scientific fact. No, it isn't. It is not. Uh, the Democrat socialist has drawn a lot of fire from both sides of the aisle for her policy. 
proposals to fight global warming, which she calls the Green New Deal, which her now uh, vacant mm-hmm. campaign manager or uh, behind-the-scenes operative said, hey, that was never really about the environment. It's about reforming the economy. <laughs> Conservative critics claim the plan is just a cover for the uh, status socialist to seize control of the American economy. It is a charge which is difficult to deny after Ocasio-Cortez's uh, former chief of staff admitted it uh, in a piece in the Washington Post. Uh, Democrats, on the other hand, accuse the plan of being so far to the left that it would be impractical to implement. Occasional cortex has fired back that drastic measures, if drastic measures aren't taken now, that it will be too late to save the earth. Can you possibly... How will it save the earth? How? I can talk about this till I'm blue in the face, but she she is, uh, I'm not going to have my life, uh, my behavior of my life dictated uh, by a a young uh, bartender uh, who... Right, who who claims to know uh, to be the 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 God given gift of? Well, she's the mouthpiece for people behind her who who have admitted that this is an effort to transform the economy into a more socialistic state. This has nothing to do with the environment. And when I'm called a denier, that's what I'm denying. I am not denying that the climate changes. What I deny or refuse to accept are the ideas brought to me by Marxists who have no more interest in the environment than your dog, but they want to seize upon this as a means to bring about their socialistic goals. I have no doubt about that. I've felt this for 15 years, Mm -hmm. for 10, 15 years. There's not a doubt in my mind. And they're they're all hypocrites. She's she's in a car probably every day, uh, flying around. They're all hypocrites, uh, including the Google climate camp in Italy where uh, the superstars arrived in 114 private jets and private yachts. They're hypocrites. They're trying to tell you how to live your life with less. Well, let me go back to Greta Thunberg. Uh, She has accepted. uh, First of all, again, I'm applauding her. She won't fly. Good for her. She's putting her money where her mouth is. I'll give her that. But she has surrounded herself with incredible wealth. You think that wealth doesn't involve using fuel? No, we can't survive without it. We, we could, but it would be Pedro. It'd be Pedro again, and people aren't willing to do that. That's it's insanely stupid to even uh, ponder that for AOC. Well, she's found to be too far gone even for her own party. So I, I feel somewhat consoled by that. But it's not, uh, it's not realistic. We'll be back. You see them all the time, outside, in alleyways, leaning against houses looking run down and forlorn. When there seems to be little hope left, they are impounded. This is where you can help, by making a small tax-deductible donation to the Lawnmowers Society of Gumption County. You can make a positive difference in the mechanical performance and well-being of these still useful machines until they can find caring homes. Mowers at the Lawnmower Society suffer from problems like clogged carburetors, dull blades, rock damage, and unchanged oil. By making a simple donation to the Lawnmower Society of Gumption County, you will be ensuring that they receive the mechanical care and degreaser they need. You can help a lawnmower go from this to this. 
To make a donation or to adopt one of the dozens of mowers at the Gumption County Lawnmower Society, go to lsgc.org. The Lawnmower Society of Garage Logic, operated by Mr. Unbelievable. And let them mow. Mow like the wind again. Truth, Justice, and the Suture. You know, Greta taking, I, I have a couple of predictions to make. Uh, Just a minute. The mayor and these predictions. Is this an official prediction or yeah. is this just what a number general? We oh, we're up in the 800s. Greta Thunberg, uh, 16, will be sailing or is sailing as we speak uh, to New York for the UN Conference on Global Warming or Climate Change or Cooling or whatever they're calling it. Uh, my chief prediction will be that her arrival will be met with great fanfare in the typical uh, and predictable news gathering institutions, New York Times, CNN, Washington Post, whatever, that she'll be considered quite the heroine. Right. And she'll be feted. A hero's or welcome. Fate feted. Feted? Feted or feted in New York, and she'll have the hero's welcome, and she'll be seen as a sage and uh, uh, the owner of all of this tremendous wisdom and... Uh, in her 16 years. In her 16 years, and uh, that's that's my main prediction. She'll You'll hear a lot more about her. Okay. You'll hear a lot more about her. Her sailing across the ocean reminds me, we never really spent much time on this show uh, saluting Jerry Spies, who died oh, yeah. about a month ago. Yes. Uh, Jerry Spies uh, sailed across the Atlantic, in a 10-foot boat he made himself, the Yankee girl. I remember that. And I knew Jerry and wrote about him a few times, and I watched him uh, a couple of times during his sea trials on White Bear Lake. That's where he tested this Really? Thing. Yeah. And from 100 yards away, it didn't look any uh, bigger than a, than a marking buoy. You, you wouldn't have even known it was a boat. It was okay. so small. Uh, and yet he, and he didn't do that uh, to celebrate or to uh, sound any alarms on the climate. He did it because he was an explorer. And he was a really, really nifty guy. And uh, he passed away. We lost him about a month ago. And he sailed the Yankee girl. Basically, he was in a 50-gallon drum <laughs> that just topsied and turned and whipped by the waves. And, and he made it, and he did it. And he got quite the hero's welcome. But, again, he didn't do that uh, to sound any alarms about the climate. Yeah, I just pulled up a picture of it. Yeah. It was. It was just a tub. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was just fantastic what he pulled off. Great adventure. Great adventure. Oh. Remember the guy who tried to uh, walk? Remy. Remy. Tried Remy. to walk out of Marina Del Rey. He never <laughs> got out of the marina. He was going to walk across the he ocean. He had the big pontoons. And great big feet. Uh, great, big, <laughs> great big water shoes. He never made it past the uh, entrance to the, the marina. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I have to laugh. You know, the, the end of the world is coming at us from many directions. Uh, and I, I, I was alerted to this today uh, from a... Uh, a listener in Chicago. Okay. An advertisement juxtaposing male astronauts with a woman sitting by a stroller and another depicting two hapless dads are the first casualties of a British ban on gender stereotypes in advertising. Mm-hmm. The ads for Volkswagen and Philadelphia cream cheese were investigated by the U.K. Advertising Standards Agency 
after viewers complained that they perpetuated gender stereotypes. Because, again, what we're plagued with are people who get up in the morning looking to be offended. What a way to go through life. New rules that came into force in June prohibit depictions of gender that are likely to cause harm or serious or widespread offense. The Volkswagen commercial shows a number of primarily male people taking part in adventurous activities. Two male astronauts in space and a male athlete with a prosthetic leg doing the long jump before cutting to a mother sitting on a park bench next to a stroller. It prompted three complaints from viewers, and the ASA found it, the uh, Advertising Standards Agency, found that it showed a woman engaged in a stereotypical caregiving role. Wow. Well, let me go back a, a paragraph. They're trying to prohibit depictions of gender that are likely to cause harm or serious or widespread offense. How does a mother tending her baby in a stroller cause harm or serious or widespread offense? It doesn't. So right. what, what takes precedent? That someone was offended. We acknowledge that becoming a parent was a life-changing experience that required significant adaptation, but taking care of children was a role that was stereotypically associated with women, the body added in its ruling. Mm. This is chilling to me. <laughs> it's, it's outrageous. In a second commercial for Philadelphia Cream Cheese showed two dads looking after their children at a restaurant with a conveyor belt. What? I, I don't know. The men became uh, become so distracted by the food that they lose sight of their babies who end up circling the restaurant on the belt. Let's not tell mom, says one, after rescuing the child. 125 viewers complained. We acknowledge that the action was intended to be a lighthearted and comical, and there was no sense that the children were in danger, the advertising standards uh, people said in the decision. We considered, however, that the men were portrayed as somewhat hapless and inattentive, which resulted in them being unable to care for their children effectively. We did not consider that the use of humor in the ad mitigated the effect of the harmful stereotype. Neither ad can appear in its current form following the ruling. Wow. A spokesman for Mondelez International, which produces Philadelphia cream cheese, said the company was extremely disappointed. We take our advertising responsibly. Uh, we take our advertising responsibility very seriously and work with a range of partners to make sure our marketing meets and complies with all UK regulations. The new reviews, the, the new rules follow a review by the uh, advertising standards. What is it called? The advertising standards agency published in 2017, which found that harmful stereotypes reinforced by advertising can restrict the choices, aspirations, and opportunities of children, young people, and adults. Wow. I, 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 we're going crazy. We're going crazy. If it, okay, okay, with those two, think about the future. If, if this is where we're starting with cream cheese and with uh, Volkswagen, what's... Uh, Everything's going to be so vanilla, it's going to be boring. Well, as well, well here's the problem. I, I continue to ask the question. How is a picture, I'm looking at the picture of the mom on a bench with her stroller. How is that, uh, how is that a problem? Not a problem. No, how is that offensive? How is that likely to cause harm or serious or widespread offense? Because if that causes, a, a, if that constitutes an offense, then it's over. What? There's nothing that wouldn't cause an offense. Right, right. <laughs> well, if we're worried about the the white walking 
sign, and that is seen. You know, I mean, it's just. I don't know where this is going to end. I don't know. Our, apparently, how apparently this started in 2015 uh, with an ad of a babe, uh, you know, just a knockout babe. Yeah, how you doing, baby? Saying uh, in a bikini, "Are you, are you beach body ready?" And it was for a weight loss program, and that that fired them. That fired them up. That that they couldn't have that. Uh, it was not initially banned that by that that Beachbody ad was not initially banned as it did not explicitly break any rules, but the regulator eventually took action due to its health claims. Our evidence shows that harmful gender stereotypes and ads can contribute to inequality in society with costs for all of us. Guy Parker, chief executive of the ASA, said in a statement in June. The ASA said commercials will still be allowed to show glamorous, attractive, successful, aspirational, or healthy people or lifestyles. Ads that show men and women carrying out tasks with which their genders are sometimes associated, such as women shopping, will also be permitted. Wow. I have more on this because I think it's as, as disturbing a story as we've ever as we've ever come across. Uh, <laughs> but if this trend continues, they'll stop at nothing because someone is always those type of people, as you said, wake up and want to uh, be uh, or find something offensive. Were you uh, were you beach body ready this summer? I was not beach body ready. I got to a lake a couple of times. Kept free of weeds by Aquaside. Well, that's the best time. Aquaside has been helping people maintain Great Lake Shores for more than 60 years with a complete line of lake and pond control products that will take care of everything from weeds to algae. I can tell this. When I'm out on Spoon Lake, yep. and when I see all the kids at one dock, I know that's because those parents use Aquaside. Exactly. And you know, what's great about that is you don't have to have the, uh, the, uh, the, the, what do you call it, the platform that's in the middle of the lake. Oh, no. If you get rid of your weeds, you swim, right, swim right, right there. Right there, Sandy Beach. Boom. Aquaside products are easy to use. They work right away. They're registered with both the EPA and DNR, and their products are completely safe for you, the fish, the water, and your family. There is no need to let weeds overtake your lake or pond this summer. Call Aquaside today. They'll identify your weed problem and make sure your place looks great. Call them at 1-800-328-9350 or go to Aquaside.com. Shipping is free, and uh, they're local. Aquaside pellets are the best seller, and they're classic, just like an old Chris Craft. Word. And they'll keep your, uh, you'll keep your beach weed free. Uh, more on these uh, ad bands when we come back. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores sitting through the nuts and bolts of life, Joe Suchere. Okay, so this uh, new government agency in the U.K., Advertising Standards Agency, banned a Volkswagen ad because three people complained. And again, the ad shows men living adventurous lifestyles as astronauts and sportsmen while a woman sits next to a pram. It has been banned for depicting harmful gender stereotypes. I don't know how a mother could be considered a harmful gender stereotype. No, because you're wired right. This is very Orwellian to me. Three complaints. How many millions of people do you think saw the ad? Uh, Let's just say millions. Yeah, I was going to say. Okay, millions. Millions see it. Three complain. Three people complain. And yet the government has expanded to include an agency that apparently leaps into action at the complaints of three people. You're going to implode eventually. You can't 
You can't act on the complaints of three people. Because you won't be able to keep up. Ian Greer wrote on Twitter, three complaints out of millions watching from the recreationally offended. This is where we are now. I give up. Another, this is from the UK Sun. The first story was CNN Business. Uh, Another Twitter said, three people complained about the Volkswagen ad. Three. If I get three of my mates to complain that the advertisement is now too gender neutral, do we get it switched back? Three people complained about the Volkswagen advert. It's been banned. What sort of world are we living in if three people were offended by an advertisement that's seen by millions of people? The problematic uh, clip showed a sleeping woman. Oh, the problematic clip showed a sleeping woman and a man in a tent on a cliff. Two male astronauts floating in a spacecraft and a male para athlete doing a long jump right before cutting to the final scene of a woman sitting on a bench next to the uh, stroller, as well as a. Uh, uh, Volkswagen's e-golf advertisement. Philadelphia Cheese also had their recent advert banned after receiving 120 com- uh, complaints about it, 128 complaints about its sexist undertones. The banned Philadelphia Cheese ad shows two new fathers leaving a baby in a restaurant conveyor belt after being distracted by food. That, and that was considered a harmful stereotype of men being incapable of caring for kids. The new rules were enforced in June. They point out that advertisements cannot include gender stereotypes that are likely to cause harm or serious or widespread offense. Under the new ruling, advertisements are not allowed to depict men or women failing to achieve a task specifically because of their gender, which the Philadelphia Cheese advert does. Both companies were told they can't broadcast the advertisements again in their current forms. I, I'm watching the ad right now. I just pulled it up. Yeah. And it's really, it's supposed to be humorous. The it's Philadelphia fun. Cheese one or the Volkswagen? The Volkswagen one. I mean, they, they're they at a, a... Wait a minute, wait a minute. Can, does this mic work? Yeah. All right. I'm sliding over so I can see this. Okay. And uh, let me get... All right. Let's see if we can. Is this mic working? uh, This mic is working. Here we go. Let's see if I can see that. I'm going to turn the computer a little bit more this way. All right. Here we go. New dad too. Mm-hmm. Wow, look at this lunch. Yeah. Hard to choose. Oh, this is good. Mm. Are the listeners here in Delphi? Let's not tell mom. So they're in a cafe... They have the, the boy. There's a, there's a conveyor belt of desserts going around, and the two dads say, mm, look at all this food, and they set the kid on the conveyor belt to, because they're obviously taken with the food, and then they realize what they have done and pick up the babies and say, let's not tell mom. That's not offensive. Here's the Volkswagen one. I'm dying to see this. Uh, this yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. I hope the... Uh, Do we have to, sit through, do I have to sit through an ad here or no? Uh, I have no idea. This one will not play. I'm not sure why. All right. All right, I'm going back to my Okay, yeah, po- go back here. Now. I don't know why it will not play, but that's just the way it is. But that one was fun and frivolity. Oh, harmless. The little Joey's on the, the conveyor belt. Hey, 
Ella Smilly, a spokesperson for the Fawcett Society, which campaigns for women's rights, said it's about time advertisers woke up and stopped reinforcing lazy, outmoded gender stereotypes. Gender stereotypes harm everyone, and we know that children internalize them in a way that limits their aspirations and potential in life. Hmm. Volkswagen and Mondelez, which owns Philadelphia cream cheese, both defended their advertisements. Mondelez UK argued that the ad showed a positive image of men with a responsible and active role in child care in modern society. It added that it chose to feature a pair of fathers to avoid a stereotype of new mothers being responsible for children. However, the advertising uh, uh, standards agency said the ad was intended to be lighthearted and comical, but portrayed the men as somewhat hapless and inattentive. No, it didn't. You're, you're that's hapless and inattentive. Those are pretty strong words for guys that were just biting a, a cream cheese bagel. Volkswagen UK said its ad did not suggest that caregiving was exclusively associated with women, and that no direct contrast of male and female stereotypical roles featured in that clip. But the advertising standards agency said by juxtaposing images of men in extraordinary environments and carrying out adventurous activities with women who are appearing passive or engaged in a stereotypical caregiving role, we considered the ad directly contrasted stereotypical male and female roles. According to the ASA, uh, advertisements that are likely to... Likely to be problematic under the new rules include ads that depict a man or woman failing to achieve a task specifically because of their gender. Well, how do you determine that? Okay. I'm a man. I can't put together an IKEA product. <laughs> Here, I think I have this, and I, I've got the... the sound figured okay. out. Here I come back. Okay, you swing back, slide back over here. This is already on. Um, I don't know if there's audio. It may just be the commercial. Guy and a gal in a tent sleeping, huh? Yep. Now we cut to... Astronauts. Astronauts. Two guys. Eating an apple that's floating around. Here comes a para-Olympian in a long jump with a prosthetic leg. We can achieve anything. Yep. And here's Mom. The Volkswagen drives by. Mom's on the bench with the kid. What does it say? The, uh, new, the uh, golf, the, uh, the golf electric Volkswagen, and that's it. And then it goes into the other ad with the with the dads, the cream cheese. Are you bleeping kidding me? I I I'm offended that they were offended. <laughs> uh, again, the rules say uh, the ad would be forbidden where a person with a physique that doesn't match a certain stereotype associated with their gender is unsuccessful because of that physique. Well, you figure out what that means. That's probably some anti-obesity thing. Where a person, uh, and that seek to emphasize the contrast between a boy's stereotypical personality, therefore daring, and a girl's stereotypical personality, caring. Ads that belittle men for carrying out stereotypical female roles. Where ads aimed at new moms emphasize looking attractive or keeping a home clean over other factors uh, like their emotional well-being. They added that this gave the impression that the activities were exclusively associated with one gender. Mother of God. You know perfectly well this, that this, if this isn't already happening here, it will be. Right. Holy Toledo. And that, again, there, there was zero offense. There was no offense 
taken in any of those things that I saw, both of those ads. And I, those people are, they've got something, a mental deficiency. Something's not clicking right in their heads that that would make them um, complain. Well, what's more troubling is that a government agency, presumably these are unelected people, right. will now determine if an ad passes their muster. And apparently it doesn't take anything. It just took three complaints in the Volkswagen's case. That is so Orwellian that it's, that it's frightening. Because take this out to its logical conclusion. Mm-hmm. Uh, boy, I think there's some strong linking to be done here with the idea that gender itself is in question. That we should be genderless. And we now have a government agency in the U.K. that will be accommodating to that ideology. It, it, it's, a, it's an embarrassment to the human condition that a mother on a park bench with her baby in a stroller next to her is seen as offensive. That's an embarrassment to the human condition. But what's really, to me, what's really at the bottom of this is the idea that this is a government agency that is acting in concert with activists who would... Are, are successfully, it appears, successfully eliminating the very idea of there being men and women, that mm-hmm. we should be genderless, and that it's unfair. Well, I'm going to get ahead of myself. I'm on the right track. They're acting in concert with an activist movement, that which we see here all the time in the failed academy, for example. They're acting in concert with a movement that suggests gender itself is nebulous and shouldn't be considered. It's a denial of reality. That's a pretty big reality. This is as basic as it gets. See, your identity used to mean something. Right? Your individuality or your... Yes, it, it is individuality that's under attack. It's gender, whether it's men or women, that's under attack. But they're preaching uh, be unique and be yourself and be your individual. But the, the irony is, is they're not. They're melting everybody into, morphing everybody into one. See, they, they, they've power washed both those ads now. We'll never see them. Right. But in the event I saw it, without knowing uh, about this advertising agency, advertising standards agency. How do you like that? Had I seen it without knowing about the advertising standards agency, it would not have occurred to me uh, to find it a, a, a portrayal of a mom with her baby offensive. I don't know any, I personally don't know any women who have. There are women who would. I don't know of any. Right. I, I don't know of any either. The way I would have taken the ad is that, uh, I think I think the ASA missed the whole point. Uh, the car is electric. The car itself is supposedly based on the climate hysteria. The car itself is basically harmless to the earth. Right, electric. It, the Jetta Golf. And as it drove by the mother, it, it seemed to me that uh, she she might be reassured, for example, that her baby just didn't inhale any fumes. Right. This electric Volkswagen just silently went past her. Well, she was reading and sipping her coffee on the park. Bench. Now, how do I uh, how do I justify the men up in the, uh, on the astronaut uh, deal? Uh, well, to me, 
The whole ad was about technology. We have the ability to be in space. We have the ability to fit an artificial foot to a guy missing his foot. That can run and jump. We now have an electric car that's reassuring to people, like perhaps that mother, that uh, that cars are harming the, the atmosphere. Right. Uh, it's tiring. It's gender. It, it is tiring. It is. It, it's gender that's under attack. So are, are we to walk around like... Um, uh, like nervous nillies trying not to offend anybody, or are we trying to walk? Or are we supposed to walk around trying to find something that we're offended by? You know, How would they like us to live? The wording over the the shots of the uh, the wording over the the video uh, filming of the astronauts is when we learn to adapt. Let, the whole thing was about an electric car. <laughs> what would have what would have passed muster of the advertising standards agency? I guess if women were the, the astronauts and a female uh, long jumper with a fake leg uh, and then a guy sitting on the park bench with the baby, I guess that really, would have passed muster. Really overthinking it. I know, but what, really what, 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 that's my job. What, where in the hell are we supposed to go with this? But think about a, a food product like Philadelphia cream cheese. You want people to buy the product. You want people to remember. I what don't even like it is. Philadelphia cream cheese. That's yeah, pretty good. Yeah. What is cheesecake? I like a nice cheesecake once in a while. But they throw in the humor, and that's how you remember that ad. Mm-hmm. Oh, those those knuckleheads! They had the baby on the uh, on the conveyor belt, uh, and that makes you recall. That's why advertisers are so creative. And I, I, I don't know what's memorable about the Volkswagen ad. I mean, to to remember that. Oh, yeah, I saw this great commercial. I would remember the cream cheese commercial. Well, you're food-based. True. Wow. So think of that. What they're making, that government entity, is going to force these advertisers that get into the room and say, we need to promote um, lawn chairs. What What is going to prevent there from being a department of, uh, a government department of humor? <laughs> or, or aren't we bordering here on censorship? Oh yeah, I don't think we're bordering. That's a, they've already gone over the line. They're not bordering. They're well. To me, over. it's an earth. It's an embarrassment to the human condition that a that a mother with her child is considered offensive. But that's what feminist rights activists are are implying here. Don't you ever portray me that way? Wow. And all I see when I watch that ad. Uh, a, comf- a comfort level with the mother, the baby in the stroller. I'm sitting peacefully reading and sipping coffee at the, in the park. Right, and comforted by the fact that uh, an electric car just went by. Right, right. Gosh. Isn't it disheartening? It really is because the, um, the, the future scares me. You won't be able to look. Your prediction is going to come through. True. We won't be able to talk to each other? We won't be able to talk to each other. And you predicted that 10, 15 years ago, whenever it was. And I I always laughed and thought it was outrageous. But with each day and year, that line has been moved. And uh, pushing back is, I I don't know how we can push back and get back to normalcy. It's really sad. Get back to Greta Thunberg for a moment. Okay. The 16-year-old Swedish girl sailing here to warn the world that we're, we're about to end. Uh, 
she will get far more attention than if that was a 16-year-old male Swedish student. The news gather, this falls right into the template of the news gatherers, that this is all the better because it's a female. What pronouns? In, in, in which case, you're, you're acknowledging a gender. Has she identified Maybe she's pronoun? a she hit. I don't know. No, no, we don't go after kids. <laughs> right, right, I know. Uh, but the, you're right, you're right. That's, uh, I, I, there will be more coverage of her being a 16-year-old, a female from Sweden. Yes. Uh, the, the boy would have got coverage, but she'll be more. She'll be celebrated more as a uh, as a female. Ticker tape parade and gender stereotypes that are likely to cause harm or serious or widespread offense. The picture of the mother with the baby. It does not cause harm, and it does not cause serious or widespread offense. And if it does, it's because you have a mental problem. Right. That's your problem, not mine. And I'm tired of you making me aware of your mental incapacities. And I'm tired of companies buckling under to it. Although in this case, what, what, what can they face? They're facing a government ban on their ads. Which is the worst kind of ban. <laughs> if, it's, if it's lewd or if it's, you know... Siri, if it's inappropriate, that's that. You have to bug right? Wow. Well, there's where we are, ladies and gentlemen. There's where we are. In Garage Logic, the seat of Gumption County, there is no advertising standards agency. We don't have any. Common sense rules. We don't have any agency or any advertising. <laughs> we don't have, we have any plenty of advertising. We don't have any standards. Well, we don't. Well, he has standards. <laughs> you think Grunhofer doesn't have standards for his meat? Standards. Grunhofer's old-fashioned meat market at the north end of Hugo on Highway 61. They've got tremendous standards. You know what I want? I want a um, uh, kebab. I haven't tried their kebabs yet. They got. Them. I'm sure they got great beef well, and chicken I, kebabs. I keeps raving about the chicken brat. I'd like to try that. Uh, I have had the chicken brat. It is. It's delicious. And the rookie burger. You've had the rookie burger. I've had the rookie burger. Yeah, treat it with respect. Don't yeah. just grill it like a hockey puck. It's all forms. Well, they'll tell you. Spencer and his guys there, they know about grilling. You want tips, they'll give you the tips. The tri-tip, they will... Beef tri-tip yes. roast. They will instruct you on how to properly prepare it. They did it for Reavers. Your uh, grilling brackets continue with those 130 brat flavors. These are pork brats. They're lean. Don't dare boil them. They're for the grill. Bacon cheddar, cranberry wild rice, hot Italian, Ooh. Reuben. There's a Reuben brat. Yeah, I have had the Reuben brat. A good one? Yes, I've also had the um, egg roll brat, and that was to die for. It, it doesn't even, seem like it, but it, they're right on. It even says on my copy, not that I need much copy for Grunhoffers. It's been a success with the GLers. Uh, for best results, do not in capital letters. <laughs> Boil brats. <laughs> Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meat Market is in uh, Forest, not Forest Lake. That's EcoFund. You, you get done with Spencer, you go another five minutes, you're at EcoFund Motorsports in downtown Forest Lake. But this is Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meat Market at the north end of Hugo, right on Highway 61, Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meat Market. Dot why would you wait for Easter to have the double smoked ham? I would by not. The way? How would you have it on a Sunday meal? Or do it like Kenny. Carry one around in your truck and just stab it every once in a while and <laughs> gnaw on it. God almighty. I don't know if we recommend that. Let's eat like adults. Maybe we'll eat like adults. 
Uh, we no live podcast tomorrow or Friday, so that means Monday will be Garage Logic podcast number two eleven. Wow! 2-11. And then the fair next week. Yes, that is Thursday. We should remind where they people. were at the fair on the opening day of the fair. We'll be podcasting from twelve thirty to two, immediately adjacent to where you've seen us for the last hundred years. Yes. We're going to be in the bigger building, the bigger KSTP building. Much more comfortable for viewing. And uh, Greg Holcomb has a chance for you to participate in a cartoon, Garage Logic podcast merchandise for sale at the old location right there where you've been buying your t-shirts exactly. for 25 years. Doris, Marjorie, yep. LD. Yep. Uh, see, Marjorie had a big spread in the Minneapolis paper yeah. today. Happy belated. I was I was gone on her birthday. And then we're, we're also there on the final Friday of the fair. Same times, 1230 to 2 at the KSTP building. That's the 30th. And the Garage Logic uh, merchandise will be available every day of the fair, not just when we're there. Exactly. Every day of the fair. And we'll have technical hands available to show you. Bring your friends and neighbors who don't know how to do, get the podcast on their phone, and we'll show you how to do it. Exactly. Super easy. All right. Garage Logic podcast version. Yes, it's a version of the podcast. Uh, on our website, garagelogic.com. We'll catch you next time.